Craig Ellingson, sports editor at the Edmonton Journal. And this is our Oilers podcast. With me, our Oilers hockey writer, Jim Matheson. Hi, Matty. Hi there. Uh, hockey writer, Joe Warren Ireland. Morning. And John McKinnon, our sports columnist. Morning. The big if. What if the Edmonton Oilers somehow, some way, win the lottery, draft number one, and they get Connor McDavid? How does that change things for the Oilers? Well, they would have three young centers in Nugent Hopkins, you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl, and, uh, you know, I would suspect they would go through next season and see what happens, and one of them would get traded. You know, I think you got to see what McDavid does over a full season. you got to see what Dreisaitl does when he goes to the minors and comes up. So it would give them an embarrassment of riches, much like I think Pittsburgh had when they had Crosby, Malkin, and Jordan Stahl. And they ended up trading Stall because he wanted too much money. So um, the thing with those three players is they all play center. None of them can play the wing, which alleviates a problem somewhat. You know, if you've got too many centers, as say Colorado does with Duchesne and O'Reilly and and McKinnon, well, they can play the wing too. So you can just move one of them to the wing and still keep all three players. So, but yeah, if they win the lottery, then they're the NHL will be howling. The other 29 teams will be saying that there's the fix is in, and uh, the Oilers will be smiling again, you know, with another first overall pick. Yeah, it would certainly change how they approach the off season in terms of um, strategy. If they have a strategy, strategizing um, where they sort of look for for pieces to fill holes. But I mean, I you know, I mean, again. Plugging Connor McDavid into the lineup is not going to change the fortunes of this team in a heartbeat. And I think, you know, they've we've had seen how many times have we seen a number one pick come in here and the team not do any better. So, the idea that he's going to come in and be the savior again is a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, ridiculous. So, two two ways to look at it. One, they draft Connor McDavid. Paradise comes to Edmonton, just like that. I don't know they about have, that. Have, well, there's two ways to look at it. I haven't got to two. I'm just starting with one. Now, now, all of a sudden, they may attract that boutique coach who thinks he want to coach Connor McDavid and win a Stanley Cup. They may attract more free agent players in, in different positions because they know that now, all of a sudden, as Jim said, they'd be loaded at center ice, and they'd have you know, the, um, uh, lots of players want to play with brilliant players. Connor McDavid is truly a, a cut above. Um <clears throat> So, and the other thing, the third thing to me is they buy more time because now all of a sudden they could sell to their fans. And to me, this is very cynical. They could sell to their fans. Hey, look at us. We've, uh, we've got, you know, the next uh, superstar. Um, it, would, it would help with their, you know, their high-priced season tickets campaign for the new building, all kinds of other things. I mean, all of a sudden they don't have sizzle to sell in a way that they don't have right now. Now they've got some things to sell as well. Um, I guarantee you the, they would be on TV a heck of a lot more of a national sports net game than they are now if they had Connor McDavid on their team too. So the, the team would be washed a little more nationally than just in Edmonton, I suspect. But but it would be. It would not, what it would not erase, and this is the, the second friend, Joanne, allude to this, it would not erase the fact that they have failed to surround the current crop of talented players with the support pieces necessary to actually have a contending team. So just because you get Connor McDavid doesn't mean that you're going to manage the assets any better than you have up to now, which frankly is not very well. So it, it could be a bit of a, an illusion if you, you draft that guy and everybody thinks, okay, look at there, and now all of a sudden we're rolling. Well, maybe um, you could also you know, put 
put Connor McDavid in a situation where he, like like Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Taylor Hall and Jordan Eberle, are insufficiently supported. So, uh, I mean, if they don't fix the defense, it doesn't matter. And if they don't fix the goaltender, so uh, those those um, you know to to wax uh, you know parental. I mean, those 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 are not going to fix themselves. Those problems. There's not, not one. There's not one executive with another team who doesn't look at the Oilers and say the same thing. Good forwards. Not a very good goaltending and not very good defense. Yeah. So they're they've they're built theirs from forward back and except you know when a lot of other teams build from the back to the forward to the forwards. So I agree with John. You know until they they strengthen the goaltending and the defense to make up for whatever the holes they've got at forward. They're not winning hockey games. You can still win hockey games two one in this league three two in this league with quite good defense and, and a really good goaltender and right now they don't have uh, that on a consistent basis for sure. If they were to be lucky enough to draft McDavid, I wouldn't be in a hurry to trade any of their, I, I would number one, you want to actually develop him properly and, and still the Drysdale has to develop and, and Nugent Hopkins isn't totally mature yet. I'd want to make sure you really get them to the point of close to maturity before you make it uh, number one, at least get to the end of their entry level contract. And the other thing is, there's nothing wrong with building up an appetite among the other teams. You know, even if that takes two or three years. You know, hey, you know, one of these we can't keep all these guys. You know, what do, what do you what, what do you got out there? Who, who's got an offer for me? I don't know. We might wait for another year. Like, get get people. You know, it'd be kind of like you know the 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 bar that nobody can get into, so everybody wants to get in there because, gosh, it must be wonderful. Uh, but they have to draft him to do that, so. We'll see. All of a sudden, Craig McTavish becomes a much better general manager if they draft Connor McDavid. I'll tell well, you. He's that. a much smarter general manager. <laughs> oh, he's a much smarter general manager today too. If Pittsburgh doesn't, Pittsburgh make, doesn't the make the playoffs, absolutely. Not only does he have their pick in the lottery, but he's got a pick in about sixteenth or seventeenth yeah. in the in the uh, in the draft, which is way higher than he probably yeah. thought he would get when he made the trade. He was thinking twenty-five ish. <clears> so that's that a player that that. You're trading uh, trading that chip for a, a or picking a player at that number is you're probably going to get a better player than you would at 25, and you can certainly trade that pick and maybe get more yeah. more for it too. Okay, we'll end it there. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you.